<laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to another week's episode of the Zero Chance Podcast. We are back at the home of Zero Chance Podcast, Thunderhawk Ailments. I'm Brady Phelps at Lob Shots, joined by Rick Romero at RJ's Pro. Oh, Rick, what an amazing week we have had yeah. since we last recorded. I know. Uh, a lot has happened. Yeah, you were texting me nonstop, and I wasn't responding in I, a timely manner. <clears throat> okay, I did not actually plan to start the podcast about <laughs> this, but if you want to go there, I will. I was fuming. If you want to make me angry, yeah. If I, I sent you text messages at like 9 in the morning, yeah. and then like around 1 o'clock, I see you tweeting... Yeah. And I'm like, you still have, I, and it wasn't just like a text message. I had sent you multiple, and it was stuff that was pertinent to this podcast that we were recording. You were trying today. to prep. I was actually yeah. doing show prep yeah. because I'm told that's what good podcasts do. Yeah. And you would not respond to me. Yeah. And then you're tweeting up a storm, and that is the most infuriating thing that you can do to a friend, that's... especially someone who's on social media, is you tweet before you even respond to any of their texts. Like, I was starting, I was feeling, I was like, this. Little <laughs> twit punk. Uh, I was so mad. Yeah. And so I first of all, first I texted you, letting you know you're about to go on blast. And then I tweeted you, letting you know yeah. that I was going to cut you when yeah. you got here today. Yeah. Because I was so mad at you. Uh, but I'm over it. I'm not actually that mad at you. But it was rather infuriating to be like, bro, you're gonna send out random <laughs> tweets before you respond to my text message. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I think my tweet said like bacon. Am I right? <laughs> right? No, huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, dude, I was yeah. very angry about that. What do you have to say for yourself? You haven't. You actually, you still have yet to explain why. So I'm a very busy me. guy. I'm uh, a very busy guy. Yeah, I was well, out now on I know a, this is a garbage response video shoot at the beach today. Ooh, as you can beach. see, where like all the sand on me, <laughs> and the board shorts. You did as you walked up. Yeah. John here at Thunderhawk goes. Uh, looks like Rick came for the beach because <laughs> normally yeah. you're wearing a flannel and corduroys. Yeah, corduroys, <laughs> cargo <laughs> pants, <laughs> like all the cool kids are wearing all nowadays. All the cool right? kids. Yeah, all the cool kids. Yeah. No. Uh, so what's I was, your excuse? I was clown? I was busy. You know, I. Okay, that's fine but why to, when you when you did so, you tweet from your phone i i did okay so I that did. means you you and overlooked the green bubble at the beginning and, and i've yeah. seen your notifications bro yeah. like i know how you roll and so i know that you saw that i texted you and you still were like no no no. it's more important for me to tweet some garbage yeah instead of respond to my co-host yeah i don't even what did i tweet i don't even remember what exactly I yeah. exactly that is case in point my friend so so forgettable right <sighs> you are forgettable you know one thing that i did tweet though what? right now just what? as we we started this podcast it's nothing but a middle finger emoji at that jerk gavin <laughs> So he wouldn't bother us during this podcast. Because, uh, like, we've, we've got our phones on, on yes. the Do Not Disturb. And you did teach me today for the first time how to record what's on your screen. That's really cool. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Because yeah. there's been a lot of times where I've wished that I could have. Like, I remember when I was making pancakes for Charity Water. I would have loved if I knew when, um, when Tony Hawk had uh, retweeted, or not retweeted, I'm um, sorry, Tony Hawk had posted on Instagram the pancake that I made of, of like, his Bones Brigade logo or whatever, and, in, and I had notifications turned on because at the time I had, like, 45 followers at the Pancake Dad on Instagram, 
and he he Instagrammed out the video, and my phone looked like a video game. Yeah, and it was just like because I had notifications on, I didn't know anybody. It was like so and so followed you, and it was a stream, just a running stream of ten thousand straight follows, and I've never seen anything like it. And had I known there was this button I could push to record it, yeah, it would have been uh, would have been pretty funny. Yeah, I I see you have a nice little smirk on your face, which means you figured out what it was that you sent yeah it was the uh it was a retweet of uh i don't i don't know who it was but about the uh the padres van ah uh, yes remember, like the old school padres yes, yes, van yes, yes. that was like for sale put for it a while? in the padres car hall of fame yeah yes. i was like so then i'm like it's back uh whoever took that video and i'm sorry i don't remember the guy's name either we should look at it but uh whoever took that video it it, it they were zooming in and zooming out and zooming in and they were shaking and i yeah. feel like there were it's, seizures at Justice Parman on Twitter. Okay. Uh, yeah, I saw it because uh, Greg Tish, I believe, uh, he kind of at mentioned me and said, like, it's alive. It's still yeah. there. So do we know? Has anyone purchased this bad I boy? I don't know. Nobody's come forward with it. It's I, still I don't the know. same guy? Yeah, or? it still might be the same person who owns it. Um, I, I actually, I'm going to be honest. I considered buying it. Are you serious? I considered it. And then you were like, oh, but then I'd have to sign that divorce paper from Heidi. So I, you so know I what? Didn't. She was actually backing me. Really? Yeah, she was backing me. What on was that it one. going for? Like thirty five hundred or something? I think it was even less than that, right? I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Well, I guess you didn't consider it that hard, then, did you? I, I considered. I didn't even <laughs> go look at it, but I considered it. <laughs> I yeah. I saw a picture on Twitter, yeah. so I considered it. Yeah, it doesn't count. Uh, so speaking, you know, obviously, uh, Padres Hall of Fame cars. Yeah. Let's take it up to the real deal. Uh. Padres Hall of Fame broadcaster, our boy, Uncle Teddy. Yeah. Uncle Teddy's back. He's back. So he sent out a tweet. This tweet, uh, it's over 10,000 likes. Had low-grade cancer surgery to remove a golf-sized tumor that was, four surgeons said, was 95% cancer probability. Removed it, sent it to the lab for biopsy, and it's benign. Cancer-free. How? I always believe it was the thoughts and prayers from the Padres fans and Aztecs. All my love to all of you. That's awesome. awesome That's a miracle news. right yeah. there. I mean, four different surgeons saying that it's 95% cancer yeah. probability. I mean, that is a pretty strong, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how to how to correctly say it. But, I mean, the 95% probability from four different doctors, like, that's, that's how he knew and felt that he was in. So, um, I... Saw this morning that Bill Center put, you know, looking forward to seeing Ted Leitner back in the radio booth at Petco yeah. um, doing play-by-play for the Padres. So Uncle Teddy's going to be back That's in the awesome booth, news. which it really is yeah. great. And it's where I'm, he belongs. Absolutely, yeah. man. I'm just, I'm so happy for him. I mean, he was obviously, like, devastated, you know, to, to have to go through this and, and expecting. I mean, when, some, when four surgeons tell you 95% you have cancer, like, you have cancer. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's period. So, um Call it what you want. Bad diagnosis, uh, a miracle from God. I don't know how you want to look at it, but uh, he's back and he's healthy. And I just think that you know all of the heartfelt love that came out from Padres fans, Padres Twitter. There aren't many times Padres Twitter can just <laughs> drop all their petty little grievances yeah. and agree on one thing, and that is like get healthy, rock this, kick its butt, and he did. Yeah, really pumped. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, it was such good news to see like. You know, in this day and age, it's not very often that you get good news on Twitter. So it was cool to see something like that. It's just he's just an icon in San Diego, and it's just going to be amazing to hear his voice on on the air again. Yeah, 
it really is great. I think everybody there is, I know they were all pulling for him, obviously. So it's, um, it's really exciting. So I will say that, you know, one thing that's pretty distracting is we, you know, cause we, we take notes, we look at our phones, but then we also get, while we're talking and going, we look at, and I saw you just get really fired up about, so we had posted a, a giveaway. We have a giveaway. So if you're listening right now, go to Twitter at zero chance pod and, if you go check it out, you can see that we just put giveaway to enter the contest. Uh, it is for a size eight fitted. Yeah. This new Proto Fryer so, nineteen eighty five hat. If you're Andre the Giant or Bruce Bochy, <laughs> we have the hat for you. It's I've actually yeah. there's been a bit of surprising amount of people that I have know. said like yeah. actually that's my size. Yeah. I mean, even John here at Thunderhawk was like, yeah. Oh yeah, give it to me. And I'm like, uh yeah. I kind of already put it up as a contest. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um and I have real I mean, there are thirty six people who got these hats. Actually, no, I, I got two myself, yeah. and then I actually ended up with one back. So technically now I guess there are 34 Four. people yeah. that have this hat, and and there it will be 35 once this giveaway happens. Um, but I, I feel so sorry and so bad about all the people that reached out to me and were like, why didn't you think of me, and why didn't you... Gavin included, actually, like, thanks for the heads up on the hat, pal. And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so if you got this hat, it is very special. Um, and we're very proud to have, uh, you know, created it, uh, myself and Tim, the SD hat guy and kind of his team of guys that are the SD hat collectors. Yeah. You know, Padres, no hitter and Tony Lasoya and those guys. Uh, but it was, it was kind of Tim and I who, who, uh, who ran with it and Tim handled most of the logistics. And so anyway, we're giving one away, which is a, a it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you have to retweet, you have to follow the zero chance pod. And then a bonus, if you reply with a screen grab of a good, you know, an iTunes review, I doubt you're going to get picked if you do a one star us. But, um, <laughs> if you do an iTunes review with a screen grab, we'll enter your name twice, which I think is pretty good incentive. Do you, what did, what yeah. did you think of the, of the tweet in the contest? I think that's, that's, that's a fantastic contest. It's like, we're, we're not telling you that you have to listen to the podcast or anything. Right. That's just a bonus. That's yeah, a but bonus it did. It, it felt. I, I don't know. It felt a little bit dirty because yeah. I'm, we're like, you know, did people really like our podcast yeah. or are they just like they want the hat? Please, you know? please love us. Yeah. Please love us. And that's what you saw. And I think yeah. you're just like some guy was like desperate for reviews, huh? And I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'd like to punch you in the throat. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it, call it desperate for reviews. Call it whatever you want. I mean, we we don't do this. This is not a living for yeah. us. Um, this is a, a hobby for us to be. We don't. We don't think that we know more than you about Padres uh, baseball. We don't think we know more of you about San Diego sports. Um, we we don't think we're. Uh, maybe we think we're more clever than you and and uh, timely humor yeah. and. No, not really. Uh, we don't think any of those things. So we're just doing. I this do for think fun. I know more about anybody than on bobbleheads. So. Okay. Yeah, you were the uh, yeah. you were the the foremost expert on. San Diego Padres bobbleheads. There we go. Yeah. Okay, that's I'll fine. take it. I'll take it. You know it. what? Anybody who's listening to this podcast, you can put this on my tombstone. I know more about pancake art than you do. <laughs> and this is your go-to podcast for pancake yeah. art. <laughs> I don't know. I saw Punk Rock Paint. He got some pretty sweet pancakes. He did. He gave me a shout-out. On Father's that, uh, Day. Yeah, on Father's Day. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of Father's Day, I know it's you know a few days behind us now, but shout-out to all the dads out there that are listening uh, I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend, and I know I did. 
um, hanging out with my kids. Like my greatest joy in life in this world um, is being a father. Like I had no idea what my purpose in life was until I was a dad. And I certainly thought I did all along the way. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't until these kids came along that I realized like why I'm here and what my purpose is. And that's where I find my, my joy and my fulfillment. So, um, had a very special day with my, my dad came down, my brother came down, uh, visited and, and it was, it was really great. And my, you know, watching my little six year old play with my dad is like just a, Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Like he was like, you look at my muscles and he would like stand in front of my dad. My dad is actually, he's blind. But my, so my, he's partially blind, so he could see. Why are you like, laughing at that? <laughs> well, it's just it feels weird. Like, oh, he would stand in front of my yeah. dad and like flex. Yeah. And 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 so my dad, you know, he could see shapes and kind of color contrast and yeah. stuff, but yeah. not, you know. And he would be like, "Wow, those muscles are so big." You know, yeah. and like my little guy's just like, ooh, and he's like, all skin and bones. You know, it's <laughs> just so stinking cute. So great Father's Day. Uh, shout out to my wife for making a special one, but shout out to all you dads out there um, that, that hopefully had an amazing Father's Day as well. Um, so I was thinking for the whole podcast, Rick, we could just spend, I don't know, like the next 45 minutes or so talking about how Phil Mickelson has ruined golf. Oh. Is that cool? Because he hit the rolling the rolling putt that was yeah, still going. Yeah, it was uh, a big deal. It's and, a big deal. Uh, yeah, like, so we should. I mean, you, he's in jail now, right? He should be. Yeah, he should, he be, should be. Yeah, yeah. His name uh, should be stripped off of every every trophy yeah. that he ever yeah. ever won. Has San Diego disowned him yet? I hope so. Yeah. Hopefully, Ben Higgins led the charge on <laughs> disowning him. <laughs> oh gosh, that's the last you're going to hear about us talking about that. Let's talk yeah. about World Cup fever, though. World I Cup do, fever. We, that I can we, actually get yeah, into. Everyone's caught that here, right? Everyone has got work, and it's yeah, yeah. which is so wild because so sad that the U.S. didn't make it. You know, we've it been is. over that, and and you know, who do you cheer for? Uh, what's your team? Can you still get excited about it if the U.S. is not in it, even if you're not like? Because I'm a very, very, I'm in the definition of a casual soccer fan. Yeah. Although my fandom is increasing, you know, as we talked about with Darren and Jordan on the uh, Punchbowl Social Pod. Uh, and I know you, we both grew up playing the same amount of soccer. I mean, I played soccer since I was a little grom all the way through high school and I know you did as well, but I never was really a fan of, you know, I never got it. I never had a premier league team. I don't have an MLS team. I mean, I did go get to see when David Beckham and Landon Donovan were both on the galaxy, uh, got to watch them play. Was it the Cholos? Um, here I think it was Play U- USD. The, yeah, against yeah. them. Okay, uh-huh. at USD, it was like a friendly. Yeah, or, yeah probably really like know. a preseason type thing. Yeah, like yeah. not an official thing, but it yeah. was the Cholos against the Galaxy at U. I think it was a USD. But just the fact, I'm like, what David Beckham? I mean, that talk about there are some, you know, soccer stars that transcend soccer and and just are global icons. Yeah. Um, now you know Cristiano, Messi. Those guys are there, but Beckham was that absolutely. Uh, maybe even bigger than both of them. Uh, his soccer skills, I don't think were where theirs were, but his global stardom, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and then Landon, of course, being the most decorated U.S. soccer star in history. I don't know that you can really argue that. No, you can't. Um, yeah. And and to be able to see him, and then of course Landon has magically inserted himself into the news again this week yeah um god man i don't you i I know there's something you wanted to talk about yeah that that tweet can i can i say how shocked and appalled and disgusted i was by that tweet which one you know the one where he was uh promoting wells fargo (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, you're a big B of A guy? <laughs> big B of A, you were super offended Oh, by my that? God. Wells Fargo, terrible, terrible bank. Oh, yeah, he also uh, promoted that he was rooting for Mexico in that thing. Too. Oh, Mexico? Yeah. Landon Donovan, big yeah. fan of the L3? Big fan L3? of it, yeah. You like how I say these things to make it sound like yeah. I know more about soccer yeah. than I actually do? Yeah. Uh, so we did full Let's disclosure. Let's be honest. Did you say call it El Tri before? Uh... I try not to remember things like that, so I, I don't know. Uh, El Tri, uh, we talked, we had a conversation with John, the owner here at Thunderhawk, about uh, these the comments that Landon Donovan, uh, first of all, just the outright endorsement from Landon, and he was, let's just say, angry is an understatement. Um, we, we thought about bringing Landon onto the pod and reaching out to him, uh, decided against it, uh, circumstantially speaking, uh, maybe something's still in the works to bring him on. And I fear that if we would have brought Landon onto the podcast here at Thunderhawk without telling John, uh, Landon might have gotten cut. Yeah. Yeah. I think and, there would have been a brawl. Yeah. There would have been, been a brawl. Yeah. John would have been like, who is this clown? Yeah. What happened to his hairline? <laughs> and I'm going to kick him in the shins because he's not wearing shin guards. Uh, it, it was it was it was ugly. So I am curious because you know, as a fan of sports, like we all know that, like you know, I think Darren used the line, uh, "Rivalry is the is the bloodline or the lifeline of, of sports." You know, this is yeah. what we rally around. This is what we. Um, you don't ask Padres fans to cheer for the Dodgers or Giants. You don't ask Dodger fans to cheer for the Giants. You don't ask uh, Yankee fans to cheer for the Red Sox. You don't like fill in the blank. The it was hard for me to understand really the rivalry between uh, Mexico and U.S. Because quite frankly, I, um, I mean, geez, I almost just compared. I, like Donovan, played with a lot of Mexican soccer players growing up. I don't mean to compare myself, but like you and I both played from when we were little groms until all the way through high school. Mm -hmm. You know, we played soccer. And and I, I mean, I love soccer, but I never did get too far in. I, I, have, I am still scarred to this day. I'm so mad. And I've been able to go thank you feel very blessed that i have been able to go and spend some time in hawaii in my life been on a few vacations there with my wife but as a kid i was in third grade and uh it was there was they were picking teams to go play in this tournament in hawaii and i was the third kid picked to be on this team and all you had to do was get together and like raise money and do some car washes or bake sales or whatever and go play in this tournament in hawaii and my parents just flat out said no and I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. You don't have to pay. Like, I get to, I raise the money, and then it gets funded, and then I get to go play in Hawaii. And they're like, yeah, no, uh, no, because we can't afford to go as a family. You're not going to go by yourself because, you know, and we're not going to go have bake sales to, you know, raise money for five of us yeah. to go watch you play soccer in Hawaii as a third grader. And I was devastated. I mean, it was like such an honor to be asked and knowing that I was the third, like there were only two kids in the county that they wanted more than me to go play in this tournament. And I was mortified that I wasn't able to go. And to this day, I still am a little bit bitter about it. Not going to lie. Anyway, back to playing soccer as a kid. Uh, so I, I, I understand kind of where Landon was coming from with, with the way, I mean, he sent this tweet to Carlos... Bocanegra. See, I, I, I almost feel like that tweet right there is where he deserves the most criticism. And and he has come out yeah. since, and he read it, yes. and I don't know if it's like 
great to, I don't know, great podcasting to read uh, a, a response to a tweet. Yeah. But, you know, so he, he said some things. He talked about, you know, you were your your father is Mexican. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the way we treat Mexico yeah, right now? Like, politics, it was politics. Like, yeah. It was race. Yeah. He was suggesting that you can't, um, you know, the, the insinuation was you can't be a good Mexican if you are not cheering for the Mexico national soccer team. Yeah. Um, even if you are a captain of the U.S. soccer team. Yeah. And so like these two really kind of like uh, USA soccer legends arguing with each other. And all he had written was really or seriously or something in response. Yeah. So yeah. all he said, yeah, was really. That was yeah. it. Really yeah. or seriously? I don't remember which he re- word he, he retweeted, quote, quote, retweeted it and yeah. said really. And so Landon wrote back as a follow-up to my tweet yesterday. I want to better explain my participation to Wells Fargo in the World Cup campaign. To begin, my heart bleeds red, white, and blue. You know, all this stuff. My allegiance and support should never be challenged, blah, blah, blah. Uh, That being said, having grown up in East L.A., playing with Mexican teammates whose passion for football inspired me at a very young age, as well as recently with Club Leon and Liga MX. So he played on the club team in Mexico. Strong connection and respect for our neighbor since the men's national team is, is U.S., not participating i'm supportive of our Concacaf. is that am i saying that right Concacaf. Concacaf. uh rivals i would like to see them do well if others disagree with that prerogative uh similar to how the u.s soccer federation canadian blah 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 blah. i believe in supporting each other bearing bridges uh building bridges not barriers so he realized he deleted the tweet to carlos bocanegra and he apologized for that because he realized that he did it out of haste and quickly and he was not you know I don't think that, and how he couldn't have had the, uh, you know, the, the foresight to know that he was going to get this kind of criticism is kind of beyond me. And I think that in addition to the comments that he made to to Bocanegra, is the it's the sponsorship element. And so I think that there are probably a lot of people out there who might not, if he had upfront explained, kind of the reasoning his connection that he mm-hmm. feels to Mexico, his appreciation for the rivalry when they're both on the field. Uh, and then why he's choosing to cheer for them, maybe because CONCACAF teams are going to get you know another bid in the World Cup. And I don't, I don't know all the details of this. I think that's a thing where, like, if they – like, let's say Mexico goes and wins the World Cup, does CONCACAF get another spot for the next World Cup? And if that's the case, well, then the U.S. has a better chance of entering. I don't know. So I, I don't know all of these things exactly, but I do know and I've come to realize, like, this rivalry between Mexico and U.S. soccer fans – is real like bill other co-founder yep. here at thunderhawk bill has been down to games and had to be escorted in and out of games in w- by police the federalian in riot gear because he's getting batteries and bags of pee thrown it and beers thrown at not only the players but the fans of the u.s yeah i mean this is, this is a no joke rivalry exactly and so for landon to kind of just go out and do that and have a sponsorship behind it, that's where I think a lot of people were really rubbed wrong. Yes. And that's where I feel like he's digging himself into a hole. I mean, when I first saw it, I think it was Gavin who sent us the thing saying, like, really? Because it was right Subject after for we, the pod. Yeah, we we just talked about that. We Remember had talked I was about, saying, like, should you cheer for Mexico or not? I can't root for Mexico. Right. And and I was like, why not? You're, right you're racist. I love <laughs> Mexico. And I definitely did not say you're racist. I mean, you are, but that's not what I said. Um, and... And I, my response, my immediate response was, "What a wild career move for Landon Donovan." Yeah. And 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 I feel like that's just a that's like an observation. It's not saying what you did was right or what you did was wrong or your approach was correct or incorrect. It's just it's a wild because you're you're generating controversy. 
And I, I felt it was very strange because every, everybody's looking for the angle, right? The U.S. is not in it. It's devastating to the fans. So what's the angle? You know, there are car commercials that are coming out being like, cheer for us, cheer for us, cheer for us. Yeah. You know, like Iceland, we don't even have enough people to do the wave. Cheer for us. You know, yeah. I, I don't even One remember. One guy in the car. Yeah. Going, is it VW? I don't even know. Yeah. It's, One of those car. So, so I do think, I just thought it was a wild, wild career move. And, and then again, you know, when you've been a pro soccer player, it's not like these guys don't make money the way that baseball, football, basketball players make money. And so, and I don't know Landon personally. I don't know his financial situation, but I'm guessing Wells Fargo is throwing him a decent chunk of change for this. And maybe this was just a money making play for him. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he could have definitely handled it a lot better. Like if he came out like before, um, and just said that the reasoning why right. he right. supported Mexico. Uh, I think everyone would have been a little bit more okay with it. Uh, it's one of those things how we always talk about, like when it comes to like baseball terms, like we don't want to tell people how to fan. Yep. And, yep. and I've it, thought about that a lot yeah. in the comments that we back and forth about if you have a strong opinion one way or the other yeah. about Landon Donovan, it's you are almost participating. You're, you're walking that fine line of now you're telling people how to, you know, he told people you should cheer for Mexico. Yeah. And now you're saying, no, you shouldn't. Well, now you're kind of doing the same thing yeah. that he did by telling people, you know, how they should fan. Yeah. See, like it, I think if 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 they would have left it a little bit lighthearted, like like the, with the commercial and like him like you know like with all in all the promos and everything yeah. i think it would have been okay at that point but when he started I was offended tell, by the acting in those commercials well, too to be yeah, honest it was it was pretty bad but still <laughs> but if if he like wasn't telling people like you need to root for mexico and then also with the bocanegro comments like like when he's basically bringing politics into it yeah like those were like the two things to me that i'm like hey man like you're you're bringing it to a new level right, right there right like i could have i would have been okay i would have like sit there and be like oh it's so ridiculous seeing landon donovan like if i watched just the commercial rooting for mexico on on, on tv but um but no like it became like like he he just dug in and like he it's like he became very defensive. Well, he about didn't realize. It. I I mean, I, how I again I don't really understand how, but he didn't he did not expect this kind of pushback, which is wild to me yeah. that he didn't expect this, but he didn't. So and you know, like for, for all we know too, like he could have gotten like a million like f you tweets like you're you're a scumbag before he got that from bocanegro and like that's just kind of well like he set did him and off. if you look yeah. at his timeline he's got over a million twitter followers I yeah mean, <laughs> and and so he's a very he said, popular guy yeah he, and he said like listen the amount of racism that came out on my timeline after this comment you know it was like really depressing for yeah. him yeah and and really it's depressing for mankind and so uh, you're right he probably was and so he was you know, he's tweeting on tilt, if you will. So, and I don't know. I always kind of. We've bounce. all been there. <laughs> we have, man. <laughs> we've all tweeted things we wish we didn't. Yeah. And we've all, you know, a lot of people have deleted. I just said deleted. Man. Deleted tweets. Yeah. We've deleted tweets that maybe we, you know, weren't proud of or didn't realize or didn't think it through or didn't think of it. Because this is the thing. People, when you send out a tweet or you make a comment or you do, you know, people don't know the intent behind your your mindset when you make that comment yeah and so without knowing intent it you know it becomes pretty difficult to to really exactly. accurately judge yeah and then we become part of the problem and not part of the solution there's no there's sarcasm font spew. too on twitter no sarcasm font yeah i wish there was a sarcasm font for this podcast but there's not yeah 
be punch you in the face whole podcast <laughs> all right uh now seems like a great time to uh table the world cup talk are we gonna talk uh, about the u.s open now no oh okay okay we're done no. with that again no. yeah okay, no good. we're gonna Boop. go to the bathroom and then we're gonna come back and talk oh. more about phil it's <laughs> where u.s open talk deserves to be in the bathroom And we're back. I I do think it's funny. We just got into another conversation with John at Thunderhawk during the pee break, which, by the way, my second one. I did one right before the pod too. I don't. My my bladder is shrinking every second. This is what happens. Uh, when Rick, you get do you old, want, do you want another beer? Old? Do you want another beer? No, I'm I'm good. Oh, I'm Rick, good no, he's pretending to be all grown up. What a loser. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> uh, this I am on my second electric youth, so I guess that would be why electric youth. Wait, by the way, is back. It made its, it's back. return. Electric youth, yeah, is back. Like, so I, just like Tiger. Tiger's actually back. before we move on the from the World Cup, okay. I came here to Thunderhawk on my lunch break. Yes, you did, and I and took I a picture was, of electric youth, for and you. that was yeah. during when uh, Cristiano, Spain. yeah, they, he had the hat trick against Spain. God, that was such a. Good and game. I was, I had a, I had a customer lunch where I was, at, I was actually at. Oh gosh, John, don't listen, earmuffs, John. I was at Ballast Point, and with a, with a customer, and then I texted you and said, "Hey, are you still at Thunderhawk?" Because I was going to stop and say hi yeah. on my way back to work, and then you were like, oh, "I'm long gone," and I called you names, and yeah. and then that was that. So anyway, we're back for the second time in the podcast. I'm going to tell you to stop what you're doing and go check out something online. The first was to go to at zero chance pod on Twitter to see the contest for the giveaway hat. The second thing, our newest sponsor here on the zero chance pod session fly fishing. So, oh, I thought it was going to be the bird scooters. <laughs> I'll get to the bird scooters. Okay. Not, not officially a sponsor not yet. Officially, yeah. yeah okay. Well, I mean, I did spend uh, five minutes on last podcast saying how someone's definitely going to die yeah, riding yeah, one. The death scooters. Yeah, deathscooters.com. Yeah. Uh, so the session fly fish is great. So my my buddy Ryan Michael Radog, who I love with all my heart and soul, he has released this amazing reel, and it is the most beautiful fly fishing reel in the history of time, and he did a Kickstarter campaign. And the Kickstarter campaign launched. They were looking to raise uh, $7,500 to get going. They have already smashed through their goal. Uh, the campaign, I think, goes through July 7th. So everyone's got to go check it out on Instagram or at Twitter, at Session Flyfish. And there'll be a link. We'll put a link in our bio to the Kickstarter campaign. Those are definitely some pretty reels, too. Dude, they're gorgeous. Yeah. So, And, and I've said this before. I, I don't know that our podcast audience, but like everybody has different passions and different... Like We can be very passionate about the Padres and still love fly fishing. So I have no idea if we have fly fishermen that are listening or not, but if you, if you have any inclination to learn or to start, uh, or you're a seasoned fisherman, check this thing out. Like it really is. It's, it's local. It's out of Encinitas. It's so rad. And it's just like the culture of the company. It's, it's just, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm proud that I was able to buy one. I'm, I can't wait to get it and give it a try so i'm really pumped about it so at session fly fish thank you guys for uh partnering with us and we're pumped to see you grow uh bird scooters yeah so 
I still have only ridden him once, but I went onto the app because I was thinking about riding one uh, to a meeting yesterday in PB from my house. <laughs> I was going to walk down my street, grab one, and then cruise to a meeting, and I decided against it because I didn't want to deal with parking. So I looked at the app, and there's a sa- there was like a safety tab on the app, and I clicked on it, and it said, like, get your free bird scooter helmet. I'm like, what? Free helmet? Because you are required. You're requir- you know, have to scan your driver's license, helmet, have to ride on the street, can't ride on the sidewalk, only one person at a time, like all these, you know, follow the rules and stop signs, lights, all that junk. So I, I clicked to get the helmet. I'm like, you can't really get a free helmet, right? Sure enough. They, now, the sizes were only small, medium, and large, and I normally run extra large in just about everything. So I'll be curious if this thing is too small for my head. But I ordered it, and all I had to pay was shipping, $1.99 shipping. So now I got a bird helmet on its way to my house. <laughs> And maybe I'll wear it to the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should. Do you Probably remember should. that uh, that Mike Myers? And it was Mike Myers and Nicole Kidman. It's an old skit on SNL about a hyper hypo. I'm hyper. I'm hyperactive and hypoglycemic. Yes. Uh huh. Yep. Uh-huh. And and he and he always says that's why I wear a helmet. <laughs> you just keep, dude. It was one of the greatest SNL skits ever. All right. Fine. Third time. Everybody, stop the pod. Go to the internet. Type yeah. in Mike Myers hyper hypo. And it is an amazing skit. <laughs> that really is an amazing yeah, skit. He's, the he's, Lily Tomlin one that you talked about sitting in the big chair. I didn't say that was a good skit. I said it was something that reminded me. Because I, I we want to say that you chairs. said that that was the best SNL skit of all time. You're outside of your mind. I don't even know what the skit is. All I know <laughs> is there's a picture of her sitting in a giant chair, you idiot. Jeez. Anyway, Mike Myers on the Jungle Gym with Nicole Kidman. That skit is my jam. Okay, so on, on Twitter, we've been talking about Twitter obviously a lot. So and and this is you know part for the course it's what we do yeah let's stick to it let's stick to it yeah so I sent a tweet out today and I remember when we did the hat tweet or when I did the hat tweet and it had over four hundred likes and I was like this is wild you know because it kind of caught fire a little bit uh-huh. so I sent a, the uh, Jeff I think is what is his last name Idelson he is the uh, yeah Jeff Idelson he is the Hall of Fame president of the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown so he sent out a tweet. And I saw it within minutes of him putting it up, and it said, at lunch with Dodgers Tommy Lasorda at Paul's Kitchen in L.A., this baseball Hall of Fame manager is 90 years old, still a motivator. His granddaughter, an accomplished writer, said she needed a new horse because hers didn't jump high enough. Let me talk to the horse, Tommy said with all seriousness. (laughs) Tommy Lasorda, so I said out a tweet, said Tommy Lasorda, 90 years old, still crushing pasta and threatening horses. What a life. I mean, Tommy had the audacity to say to his granddaughter, let me talk to the horse. Like he's Marlon Brando and he's going to make him an offer. He can't refuse. You want to jump high? You better jump higher for my granddaughter. Want to turn into glue? I'll turn you into glue. And, and I, you know, uh, the guys at Pardon My Take, Big Cat and uh, PFT Commoner, they... They are always like, you know, every time Tommy's in public, they're like, is he alive or dead? You know, I'll take because he, you know, he goes to the Dodger game. He falls asleep and people take pictures of like, Tommy, is he alive or dead? And it's not funny because he's probably, I mean, he's 90 years old. He's going to not be around for much longer. But this tweet, I think one of them, I think part of my take retweeted it. It's already up to 515 likes. It's like 50 retweets, over 500 likes. And, and it's just like a silly, like bizarre, uh, I don't know, a funny thing. Anyway, I, I, I think Tommy Lasorda is freaking hilarious, and it's hard to believe that he's <laughs> even still alive. But he is. He's crushing pasta and threatening horses. Um, okay. 
Baseball related, also Twitter related. Baseball, Twitter. Did you happen to see the Juan Soto? Do you know who Juan Soto is? Yes. Who is he? Washington Nationals. Okay, nailed prospect. it. Prospect. Yeah, prospect, rookie. Yeah. Playing. Super prospect. Yeah, super prospect. So they're playing. They they play in the game. It's on. This is on May twentieth. Um, he may or sorry, May twentieth is when he makes his major league debut, and then this week he entered a game that was a makeup game that had started. It was like, you know, it started, they had to finish the game. The game had started on May 15th, which was five days. It was against the Yankees. This was five days before he had even made his major league debut. And so he came in as a pinch hitter and he hit a pinch hit home run. So technically a guy who entered the league on the 20th hit a home run against the Yankees on a game that will be recorded as a May 15th game. So he hit a home run five days before. Are you wrapping your head around this? You're really it's, silent right now. I get a lot of heat for talking too much. You're over there, and I can't even get you to speak. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to wrap my head around all this. This is like a very like complex situation here. Um, yeah, no, like I, I, I understand it, but it's like it's one of those super bizarre stories yeah. that so you, you won't ever hear something like this again. This is probably like a one-time thing. I, I, mean, I, I don't know the math on this, but I can't imagine it's ever happened before. Yeah, And so he had already hit home runs, too. Yeah. So even though it will be recorded as a home run that he hit five days before he made his debut, yeah, it's not going to be considered his first ever home run, Yeah, which doesn't make, of course, any sense at all. So yeah. it's all very, it's it's very it's confusing. All very, like yeah. I mean, like I guess it could be considered his first home run, right? Like in, in know, his mind, if not, he wants to. I mean, in his mind, yeah, sure. it could be like, well, this game was on the fifteenth, so this was before. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Okay. So does he get that baseball as well? Like, do, like does he try to get that baseball too? I would think that's the ball you want more than your actual first home run, yeah. because that's the one with the story behind it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what makes these like the proto fryer hats so cool. Like the logo yeah. itself. I mean, when it first came out, I was like, really? That's gonna be the logo? Yeah. You know, it wasn't like a showstopper, but the story behind it. That's the unique thing about this. That's things. what makes it so cool, yes. right? Yeah. And it never happened, and it was a prototype. It's Andy. like we're not saying like that the Padres need to go to these logos or no, anything. We're not no, saying no, 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 that no, no, no. at all. We're I just, think the only reason they're cool is because they never went to the logo. Exactly. Nor should they. Exactly. I am not on the train of like, this should be our logo. Not at all. Yeah. But the story behind I mean, I'm a storyteller, man. This is what I love. And that and like the stories, that's what makes things cool. And that's what makes me tick. And that's what makes people tick. Everybody's got a story. Everyone's unique. And that's what I love. And so I think the story behind this, hey, this is the home run ball that I hit five days before I made it to the major leagues. Yeah. <laughs> this, that's like so cool. And yeah. you're like, I'm sorry, what did you say, sir? Can you explain that again to me, Grandpa? And like, let me tell you about it. It's an amazing so, story. It really is cool. So uh, let me let me ask you this. Still baseball related. Uh, I saw a tweet from Eno Saras today, um, friend of the pod, if you will, because he went on yours one time and I had him on for... He's uh, actually been on my pod or the Padres and Pints one about like three times. Oh, I three think. times. Yeah. Okay. Three, four times. We have never reached like out to him to do ours oh, yeah. yet. Yeah. We could. Yeah. We could. And Eno's, uh, uh, he's he's fantastic. Eno and I did yeah. uh, Padres Social Hour together. Okay. So we had uh -huh. fun. He's just much, much, much smarter than me when it comes to baseball <laughs> and grips. The and grips, speeds. Man. Those, those grips yeah. are. So I, I like that he was able to um, make it a topical. Uh, he kind of posed a poll question. A couple of the answers I didn't really totally understand. 
but there were a couple that stuck. He said, what is baseball's version of an own goal in soccer? So for those of you listening who, you know, don't know anything about soccer, an own goal is when you accidentally for your own, you know, you're on your team, you kick a goal in for the other team. You yeah. know, it's a fullback that ricochets off their leg or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and that's called an own goal. So what is this Munson version in baseball? What is an own goal? So, so tell me what the options that he gave. I there were four of them. And oh, there I, was four of them. Okay. And I only, but the only two, the two that I thought were most uh, relevant, yeah, were the walk off walk. Uh huh. That that could be up there. And then the uh, Jose Canseco head home run, where you where you're out at the warning track about to make a catch, uh-huh. you miss the ball, it hits your head and bounces over and becomes a home run. So which one is considered an own goal more? Now, I I feel like. The Canseco thing, I, I I feel like that's more of an own goal because, you know, he used his own body to propel this to be a home run. Whereas, like, the walk-off walk, I think that you actually, um, I think you actually, you know, you're taking away the uh, any credit to the batter, that like, for work and account yeah. or with the way he's approaching the ball. So, I do think that, yes, that's really embarrassing to walk in the winning run. So I know you pulled up the tweet already. So what are the other yeah, two Yeah, so options? the other two are walk-off five-hole on infield and Ryan Braun falling down. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That. What is that? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Ryan Braun falling down? It's, it's just him falling down. It's, no, there's got to be funny. a story behind it. It's I just funny. don't know what it is. That's why I didn't reference it. Yeah. So wait, what, and the I five, don't know what it is either. What about the five-hole one? Like... I don't. I don't really. You don't understand either. I don't understand. Why either. did you bring them up if neither one of us understand what the two <laughs> options are? I was that's hoping. Why, I was hoping that you'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Ryan no. Braun when he fell down that one time. See, see Rick, this yeah. is why I only wrote down walk off walk and could say go ahead home run yeah. because we're cutting two, all this out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know what they meant. I'm like, uh, what is? is I mean, I'm guessing there's yeah. some sort of relevant stories for each one. Vote. See where the voting's at. Yeah. Let's vote see. for one. Okay, what are you gonna I'm, choose? What did you choose? I chose the Jose Canseco okay. head thing. So let me see it. There's a that's reflection. 49%. Okay, that's what I chose too, 49%. And then the walk-off walk is 39%. Yeah. 4% and 8% of the other two, which yeah. mean, of course, that nobody knows what he's talking about, just yeah. us. Yeah. I mean, just also not us. What? I don't know. It was bad podcasting. All right, Padres. Let's talk some Padres, buddy. We're on baseball. We're on a yeah. roll here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me what you think about Brad Hand and Brad Hand being on the market. Have you yeah. heard about you've heard about the Red Sox I have, talks? I and have. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about the talks. Like, are the Padres buyers? Are they sellers? Are they? What's going on? What do you think? What I, are your I th- thoughts? I think that um, uh, they would be foolish uh, not to be. I want to. I, okay, here's the thing. I'm not going to say that they should be sellers. Like when you say you're a seller, you're like going to be like getting rid of any player of any value. Like just just getting rid of players. I don't think the Padres are in that mindset. I think they're thinking like, how can this player help me next year, the following year? Can that player be replaced next year or the following year when they're actually making that pennant run or not pennant run, but playoff run? (laughs) This is weird. What's weird, right? Yeah. What's weird about it? So right now, Brady is actually uh, videoing me with his phone. I was told. What's up, John? Um, I was told that our we're terrible at putting Instagram stories up. Yeah. And since I don't know how to do Instagram stories, 
uh, right now. I just I just started recording this. Are we are we yeah. going to be allowed to? Can I upload the video that I'm taking right now? You could upload it all you onto want onto an Instagram yeah. story. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have you do that. I thought you were our you were supposed to be our Instagram guy, and I was the Twitter guy. I was supposed to be our Facebook guy, and <laughs> did we make a Facebook account? We have a Facebook account. Does anybody like it? Uh, I haven't even liked it. I know you haven't even liked it yet. Like, oh, jeez, that like, tells you how much I go on Facebook. On Facebook, you know how people have like uh, Gmail inboxes God, that are like thirteen thousand. Yeah, I um, hate Facebook. My, well, then why are we even doing an account? Because, because, like, I mean, people. There's people that like Facebook. Whatever. Say yeah, goodbye to it's Instagram stupid. story. Yeah, Facebook's awful. <laughs> oh boy, I had to do it. Sorry. Uh, so Brad Hand. Brad Hand. So I wouldn't consider the Padres sellers. Um, I but can, can we just take a let's, let's take a step back for okay. a sec. Okay. I feel like I don't. I love AJ Preller and I love uh, Andy Green. Okay. Okay. And I know that not all Padres fans feels feel the same way about about either of them. And I think they do an incredible job with what they've been given. I think that uh, Preller is still showing himself and proving his worth. I think um, you know there there's a lot of criticism for when he swung for the fences. With the Kemp and Upton and mm-hmm. Kimbrell and blah blah blah, but I understand why he did it. I do too, and yeah. he had the 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 freedom to do it, and 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 then, uh, then it it's was, like, hey, it didn't work, and now let's rebuild the farm system and let's see where we go. And at the and time too, like it wasn't his farm system, so no. it's it's okay trading players that you are not in love with, right? And and listen, yeah. I get that it didn't work. Yeah, I get that the team didn't work out. I have never. I mean, outside of maybe the '98 World Series, I don't. I mean, I mean, I was. I don't know Excitement. how old. How old were you in '84? Were you even born yet? Yeah, I was uh, three. Okay, so I was six, yeah. and so you know, I since '98, sixteen I, or six. Easy, tough guy. <laughs> I'll rip that scraggly little beard right off your face. Um, I I can't remember being that excited as an like let's say like an adult Padre fan. I can't remember being that excited about an offseason and moves and getting fired up. Yeah. And so, I, man, I love the buzz that it created. I get that it didn't work, but like we gave it a run. And how would how would we known how would we have known that it wouldn't have worked if we didn't at least try? And I'm sure there's going to be criticism and like that's because you don't know anything about war, Brady. Well, maybe you're right. I'm a. What is it good for? I'm a. <laughs> Absolutely no. <laughs> I'm an intangibles guy. We've talked about yeah. this many, many, many times. I like stories. I like stories. Yeah. I like intangible things. Yeah. Shout out to Jeff Cirillo. But I do think that Andy Green's great. Preller's great. And there is not enough credit being handed out right now. Everybody said that Preller was a moron for not dealing Brad Hand last trade deadline. We were out of it. Why are we keeping them? You're an idiot. Get anything you can. You're building this amazing farm system. Well, now his value has gone up. Can we agree his value has gone up? I mean, Brad Han has been yeah. nails yeah, this definitely. year. Yeah, definitely. So his value is up. Now he's got two straight years of being he's, amazing. He's established himself as a closer, like a dominant closer. Right. And he's also signed to a very team-friendly deal. Yes. Well, because he was picked up with the scrap heap, right? Yeah. yeah. So I... I just I just think it's so easy for people on Twitter to like bash, 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 bash. But then they never retract back to be like, oh, by the way, I was the idiot in this one. I was the one that was wrong. I shouldn't have said that he was a moron. I now stand corrected. And Andy Green and uh, A.J. Preller are geniuses for not dealing. And I don't know how much Andy Green makes those decisions along with Preller. But 
you know, his trade value was up. Yeah. And now we're in conversations and let's get some more badass talent mm-hmm. that's young and can come up and be a part of this future. Get rid of Brad. I mean, Brad Hand's great. I love watching him pitch. I love having him part of this team. I will sell him faster than you could say something stupid. And so I'm all about getting rid of him and bringing in some young, yeah. amazing talent. Yeah. See, like, like the thing with closers are they're not like necessarily a necessity. They're more of a like a little bonus. Like, especially, like, so, like, if, if a team is not winning right now. So, like, the Padres, they're not considered to be consi- contenders this year. Uh, I know we have talked about them um, going on a little bit of a winning streak, winning five series in yeah. a row. However, like, we were pretty uh, – we were underst- we understand that this is not the year for the Padres. Yeah. And whatever wins that w- they, we get out of them, it's, it's a bonus. So when you have a closer like this who's signed to a very team-friendly deal, who's absolutely dominant, um, and you don't expect to compete for another couple years, he's he's definitely like worth trading. And and like you said, his trade value is, is at an all-time high right now, probably. Yeah. Uh, so you. I mean, have this dude, our bullpen has been light freaking yeah. out. Yeah. Trade all of them. I mean, who's young enough to stay around? How old is Kirby Yates, the Kawaiian stallion? It's like, he's <laughs> like probably like 30, right? I don't know. I don't think yeah. he's that young. If he's really young, great, keep him. This just shows my ignorance. I don't really know. But, um, I, I mean, if you're not really young, if you're not like under, you know, 32, yeah. maybe even 30, maybe even 28, <laughs> like, go and then bring other people in and, you know, like, ha- and build build this around, you know, Hosmer and I don't know, man. Hopefully, Will Myers if he comes back and is healthy. How old is Kirby Yates? Kirby Yates is thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. That's right at the, on the cusp. Yeah, I would. Deal Yours. Deal him. Yours. Gone. Gone. <laughs> he gone. I do yeah. like having Kirby on board. I think he's Stammen, a, he's a thirty-four. Guy. Gone. He gone. Uh, so anyway, I I do think that there is uh, a lot of value in this bullpen. And hey, I think so <laughs> Brian Mitchell, he's only twenty seven. You want to keep him for another gone. five he years? Gone. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Mitchell, guess what? You're the exception. See you later. Uh, not ideal. Not ideal at all. Yeah, um, but like it's it's interesting. Um, you know, Kelvin Herrera was. Kel- Kel- yeah, that's his name, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am sick and tired of you bringing up stuff on this podcast that you don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. Oh my god! Like bringing up the five hole and and uh, Ryan Braun falling down. Yeah. All I want to talk about is Hunter Strickland, who I think is the closer for the Giants. He just pulled a Khalil Green. Uh, R.I.P. to his hand. Uh, he punched a door after coming out of the game last night, and he fractured his pitching hand and is having surgery. He's out at least six to eight weeks. Is that not? I mean, I get fire and passion and whatever, but to not have the mental strength and capacity to withhold your frustration by punching the whatever the door, a cooler, a yeah. whiteboard, LeBron, whatever it is that you yeah. punched. Come on, man. I mean, six to eight weeks, that is seriously. And the You're Giants, hurting your team at that point. Well, and, you know, the NOS is wide open. Yeah. And the Giants have a payroll that is off the charts. So, anyway, talk about your boyfriend, Kelvin. So, <laughs> yeah, what? Kelvin Herrera was, yeah, was traded fan, to fan. the Washington Natural Nationals from the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, is he, uh, he's buddies with Rocky Gale, right? Yeah, yeah, Rocky Gale. <laughs> <laughs> we Big should fan. talk about that sometime. Big fan. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, so he's going to be a free agent next year though. 
where Hand, he's also, he's around for another three years. I think he's three plus years. Don't make me question you again on bringing three up things years. you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I think it's two years for sure. I think there was like a team option for the third year. So Intangibles guy. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we can't compare what the Royals got back no. in that deal because Hand should get a lot more back. Yes, absolutely. Trade I him. would agree. Yeah. Trade Whatever him. he got. Uh, I'm hand, all for it. I'm all for get it. More. Yeah. So I do. I, I certainly am on the same page as you where it's not like, hey, we're not like the potters are not buyers right now yeah. and they, we've still got time. I know it's exciting that we're winning some games and let's just uh, chalk it up to some fun experiences for these uh, youthful kids, some growth for Hosmer and the guys to, you know, grow into their leadership role. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing the things that we've been getting out of like Clayton Richard and Tyson Ross. I mean, these guys are eating up innings and doing really well. I mean, like shockingly well. Yeah. And so I really think that uh, just ride this train see where it goes and uh, have a little fun this year and know that uh, even better things are to come. And if we need to trade some big pieces uh, at the trade deadline and become sellers, then even if we're still five or six game out of place or out of first place, I'm still all about selling them. I mean, there's only so, I mean, how long can the diamondbacks and Dodgers and giants or Rockies continue to play terrible baseball? Yeah. Eventually it's going to level out. It will. Yeah. All right. I mean, we got a two-game series with the uh, Oakland A's at yep. home right now. Right it's now, been a, it's been a tough road trip for the Padres. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, and they were on a high going into it, so yeah, it's hard. So, like, to to split that road trip, I mean, that's that's absolutely fantastic. You can't ask for more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think. It's, and now we need to take both games from the A's, and then you know get everybody back into the conversation of saying that we're buyers. It'll be great. <laughs> be I great. can't wait for one. Yeah. yeah next week. I mean, this week. Yeah. Hey, we're sellers, hundred percent. Next yeah. week. I hope we're buyers 100%. Week after that, we're going to the World Series. Yep. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> All right. good. I'm in. We good? We, we good? good? We yeah. out? Yeah. I think, um, think so. Thank you guys for joining us this week. Yeah. Shout out to Thunderhawk, as always, for hosting and being amazing. Uh, Bill shaved his beard, so if you walk in and see a very small boy that w- was working here, it's just Bill. He just has no beard anymore. Um, I thought it was like an intern or something when I first walked in. I'm like, oh, cool. Who's, the, in- who's the intern yeah. cleaning out the kegs? Oh, that's just Bill. <laughs> yeah, one one too many pee bags and batteries thrown at him down in Tijuana. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to you, Landon. Hopefully, Landon's coming on the podcast next week. <laughs> All right, thanks for guys. Thank you, thank you guys for joining us this week. Good grief. Uh, thank you to Session Flyfish uh, for all the love, and we're stoked about the reel you got coming out, and can't wait to uh, sling it out on the river and the ocean, for that matter. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.